Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Well, blessings, folks. Thank you so much for joining with me. I'm Dale, and I thank you for joining with the Word Podcast, where we do nothing more or less than simply examining the Word of God. Of late, we have been looking at what is referred to as Jesus's Olivet Discourse. <clears throat> In other words, uh, Jesus was talking, okay? And the disciples had asked him some questions, so let me just refresh our memory very quickly over that. The questions were, uh, when will these things occur, and what will be the sign of your coming again and of the end of the age? And we've looked at a portion of Matthew 29, we've looked at a portion of uh, Mark 13, and Luke 21 in relationship to that. I want to pick up and read three verses out of Matthew that I've read several times because they have they are of such import. And then I want to go over into the book of Revelation because people are always wanting to study Revelation. And I totally understand that. It's an amazing, amazing book. But they sort of want to get the cart ahead of the ox. And what I mean by that is uh, they want to study Revelation, and they want to jump into it and say, well, what do you think, what do you think? And you can't do that. You can't do that with any portion of the Word of God. You absolutely must let the Word of God interpret the Word of God, and you must know the Word of God. And so to really understand what's going on in Revelation, you need to know what Daniel has to say. You need to study Daniel first. And then you need to study this Olivet Discourse that we're looking at right now. And you really need to study First and Second Thessalonians as well. It would do us no harm to study several portions of the major prophets and the minor prophets. It is then that we have the vocabulary whereby we can actually approach uh, Revelation. And so here's what I'm reading out of Matthew today, 24th uh, chapter, beginning with verse 29. But immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give up its light. And the stars will fall from the sky, and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. And then the sun, the sign of the Son of Man will appear in the sky. And then all the tribes of the earth will mourn. And they will see the coming of the Son of Man on the clouds with power and great glory. And he will send forth his angels with a great trumpet, and they will gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end of the sky to the other. Everything that we see in this passage, in those three verses right there, we see in other portions of the Scripture also. We see it uh, referred to, we see it prophesied, we see it fleshed out, for lack of a better term. And so what I want to do is go to Revelation chapter 6. <clears throat> Obviously, it's not chapter 1. It's chapter 6. The first three chapters of Revelation is the messages that the Lord gives to the church. In chapters 4 and chapter 5, we see in chapter 4 the great scene in, uh, in heaven where he who is sitting on the throne, it is Father God himself, the Most High God. And then in the fifth chapter, we see the Lamb of God. And so that's sort of the context of this sixth chapter. I'm just going to read through it for today, and then we'll back up and spend some time with each one. Revelation chapter 6, verse 1. Then I saw... When the lamb broke one of the seven seals, and I heard one of the four living creatures saying as with a voice of thunder, Come. I looked, and behold, a white horse, and he who sat on it had a bow, and a crown was given to him, 
and he went out conquering and to conquer. Verse 3, when he broke the second seal, I heard the second living creature saying, Come. And another, a red horse, went out, and to him who sat on it, it was granted to take peace from the earth, and that men would slay one another, and a great sword was given to him. Verse 5, when he broke the third seal, I heard the third living creature saying, Come. I looked, and behold, a black horse, and he who sat on it had a pair of scales in his hands. And I heard something like a voice in the center of the four living creatures saying, A quart of wheat for a denarius and three quarts of barley for a denarius. And do not damage the oil and the wine. Verse 7, when the lamb broke the fourth seal, I heard the fourth the voice of the fourth living creature saying, Come, I looked, and behold, an ashen horse, and he who sat on it had the name Death, and Hades was following with him. Authority was given to them over a fourth of the earth to kill with sword and with famine and with pestilence and by the wild beast of the earth. When the lamb broke the fifth seal, I saw underneath the altar the souls of those who had been slain because of the word of God, because of the testimony which they had maintained. And they cried out with a loud voice saying, How long, Lord, holy and true, will you refrain from judging and avenging our blood on those who dwell on the earth? Verse 11, And there was given to each of them a white robe, and they were told that they should rest for a little while longer until the number of their fellow servants and their brethren who were to be killed, even as they had been, would be completed also. Verse 12, I looked when he broke the sixth seal, and there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth made of hair, and the whole moon became like blood. And the stars of the sky fell to the earth as a fig tree cast its unripe figs when shaken by a great wind. The sky was split apart like a scroll when it is rolled up. And every mountain and island were moved out of their places. Then the kings of the earth and the great men and the commanders and the rich and the strong and every slave and free man hid themselves in the caves and among the rocks of the mountains. And they said to the mountains and to the rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the presence of him who sits on the throne. From the wrath of the Lamb, for the great day of their wrath has come. And who is able to stand? Those are profound passages right there, folks. This Revelation 6 passage is where the Lord Jesus Christ has been given a scroll. Okay, He's been given a document, and it's sealed with seven seals. We just went through six of the seals. We'll go to the seventh seal at a later time. But what I want you to see and what I want you to understand <clears throat> is that that sixth seal, okay, that sixth seal, lines up with what we've seen just in this cursory observation of Matthew 24, Mark 13, 
Luke 21. Okay, there's other passages in the Old Testament that also clarify what's happening, what's going on right here. But let me just point this out again. Do you remember how I said that the sun, moon, and stars would go dark? Look what happens when he opens this sixth seal. Verse 12, I looked when he broke the sixth seal. There was a great earthquake. You see this all through Revelation. You see earthquakes and earthquakes and great earthquakes. And the sun became black as sackcloth made of hair. And the whole moon became like blood. And the stars of the sky fell to the earth as a fig tree cast its unripe figs when shaken by a great wind. What we see right there are things that are happening within the second heaven, or the first heaven, well, the first and second heaven, actually, but the second heavens. We see celestial events. We see things occurring. The sun, moon, and stars going dark when the Lord Jesus Christ is opening that sixth seal. Remember, this all goes back to what uh, uh, the questions were that the disciples asked him, and the Lord answering those questions. He gives us, folks, a lot of detail about his coming again, and it's so exciting when you start putting it all together and seeing that uh, there is hope in this life, and there's a great hope yet to come. Anyway, my time's up. I'm Dale. Thank you so much for being with me, and I'll see you again next time. Goodbye.